I want to welcome Jake Dempsey to our MLM.com broadcast today. Jake is the co-founder and CEO of Project Broadcast. Uh, he has 20 years of software development experience, including a decade of experience working directly in the network marketing and direct sales industry. Dempsey's primary mission is to develop and deploy bundled products and tools that help network marketing and direct sales professionals successfully scale their entrepreneurial business ventures. Prior to co-founding Project Broadcast, he served as the CEO of Starter Step, a leading web and mobile app, app development company, leveraging leading edge technologies for clientele in multiple industries. Dempsey brings a lead engineer focus to software development in the network marketing and direct sales marketplace and a clear understanding of how to apply agile methodologies and the technological advancements that move the needle among entrepreneurial focused professionals. We have a great conversation today about technology and how relationships are still the foundation of what we do here in the industry. Welcome, Jake Dempsey. We're excited to have you join us here today. Excited to be here, Nancy. Thanks for having me. Thanks. I, I uh, looked at your product yesterday, your technology product. Maybe we'll get to that at the end. But I thought we'd start today by having people learn just a little bit more about you. Uh, do you want to tell about how you ended up in network marketing slash multi-level marketing? Yeah, absolutely. So my wife actually uh, joined a network marketing company in I think it was 2012 and you know i'm quick to explain to people she uh knew a lot more about it than i did i was a slow i was a slow adopter i was kind of the initial unsupportive husband that had to learn what network marketing direct sales was and uh, it took me about a year and a half to two years to kind of understand what she was doing and uh i kind of you know joined forces forces with her and started building products and tools to support her business and then other or markers and direct sellers um, as well. So, you know, she's been in it longer than me. Um, she's the builder in the business, and um, I use you know my resources and skill to add value by creating products and you know helping kind of on the back end. Great, great. Uh, so let's talk about one of the things we talk quite a, uh, often about on MLM.com is how technology has changed the world of direct selling. And yet the world of direct selling is still somewhat the same, but what technology have you seen distributors are using now? Well, I, I remember when my wife joined, it was actually fairly new for people to use social media actually uh, right. for building a network marketing direct sales business. And, you know, again, this was 2012 when she joined, but, you know, through that time, uh, the social media landscape has changed quite a bit. There's a lot more players kind of in the space of um, social media, right? You've got um, Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and TikTok and Clubhouse, and the list just goes on and on. So, you know, there's been a big um, push for social media over the last 10 years in our marketing direct sales. It's, it's obviously a great outlet to share your story, share your product. Um, but we're starting to see you know, network marketers and direct sellers using other channels for communicating with customers and communicating with uh, with their team even outside of just those social media channels. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm seeing is that Facebook, uh, other social medias have just taken off uh, in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, really, uh, we've seen people using more technology since COVID as well, but that really... Oh, absolutely. 
for yeah, certainly for for what we've seen for party-based businesses even in our business is that you know during covid um people who kind of built a business off of party-based businesses that were doing like in-home parties and classes you know that became practically impossible during covid lockdowns and shutdowns and uh, social distancing and people were looking to leverage technology tools to help with that so i know a lot of like virtual party platforms kind of popped up during that time or some existed became more popular even during that time um, and even at project broadcast you know we were seeing the the creation of new concepts um, for party-based businesses um, like text parties and scroll parties which didn't exist really um, pre-covid but they're now kind of a staple of how network marketers and direct sellers are out building building a business today yeah it really lets a direct seller choose multiple avenues for the same party even mm-hmm. right have a face-to-face party that also has several other ways you can purchase from that same party so yeah yep and it's that. turned in, it's even turned into like you know a lot of marketing in general um a lot of people start with like push what i call push-based marketing they just kind of blast things out into the ether whether it's on social media or paid ad spend um but i think during covid a lot of people started to realize that you know they need to figure out ways to create evergreen content um, that allows people to pull content so in our world that would mean using something like keywords to put people into text parties and you know, what you focus on then is creating content that lives out in the social media space, but it allows people to opt in to receiving content from you to learn about your product or learn about your opportunity um, versus you constantly pushing stuff out. And that's been a, a, actually a pretty big shift in the last couple of years as well. Yeah, I like that push and versus pull marketing. I think that's a big distinction between uh, what, what, what you can use technology for, right? Mm-hmm. What... I see push sort of as the old television advertisements. Exactly. Right? You just sent out your ad to everyone who has Blast it out. <laughs> yes, at 7 o'clock at night. And there's no way to sort of opt into different uh, messages that you want different, in different ways. Yeah. So let's talk. One of the things we talked about uh, when you and I met before is engagement and how is how do people do engagement um what are some tips you see uh to help people do engagement in technology well my my biggest thing is like you can't and you know regardless of the platform you use i'm a big believer that in direct sales and network marketing specifically your business flows out of relationship and i would think most most people in our profession actually agree with that. They think that their business flows out of relationship. And if that's true, then most of the time should be spent figuring out how to foster and build relationships. So, you know, whether they're using Project Broadcast or another tool, it's really like, how do you scale managing relationships? And how do you still come across as authentic and engaged with your customer and your team um, and not just feel like you're blasting a bunch of information out? So we focus pretty heavily on making sure certainly in Project Broadcast, how can you use Project Broadcast to scale those relationships? How can you still be personal, make the message feel like it was written just for a single person? And I think that's true really for any platform because as soon as your customer feels like it's not you communicating with them, 
and they're communicating with you know a bot or just your ad on social media, um, I think they get less engaged and less engagement from the customer means less relationship and less relationship ultimately means less business, right? So figuring out how to scale those relationships but still keep them deep relationships is actually, I think it's the, the, the secret sauce of being successful in this business. Yeah, I was thinking about, you, you know, you can use technology to sort of reach out and mm -hmm. even the message to an individual uh, that there's, you know, some really great stuff out there to help you adapt the message to an individual. But it's when they come back to you and you respond to them individually that that engagement occurs. Don't well, you that's think? what's funny. We, we, we tell people all the time. Like in Project Broadcast, for example, you can send a message to 500 people in 30 seconds. Like it takes very little effort. And we always tell people that's actually not the work. The work is in crafting a message that feels personal, that's going to get the recipient to respond to you. And when you engage back with them from their response and you actually have conversation, now you're in the work, right? Yeah. Like, you know, sending that heart emoji, believe it or not, is the work. Right, that's building the relationship, which ultimately drives the business. Yeah, if you think about your everyday conversations with people that you already have a relationship with, there's a level of intimacy. I don't know what other word to use there. It, it, they know you, right? They, they know mm -hmm. your street. They know that. I, I like one example when you and I were talking the other day. Uh, they know that they met you at Cheesecake Factory, right? Exactly. They know stuff about you, and they can adapt their message to you. They know you're not interested in the business, or they know you are potentially interested in the business. Uh, if you're a product-focused person, then that's the message you send back with to them. But it doesn't always have to be about the product or the opportunity. The conversation can just be conversation. I totally agree with that. I really think, you know, I don't even think this is a network marketing or direct sales thing, but I think people in general hunger for connection. They just right. do, right? We're relational beings, so we hunger for connection with other people. And when you have team and customers that you're communicating with, when you see that your customer has, you know, a kid playing in a baseball game tomorrow, Send them a message the next day and just ask them, hey, I saw that Billy was having uh, a game. Like, how did it go? Like, it has nothing to do with the business, nothing to do with the product. But that kind of, like, engagement and involvement with your teams and your your team and your customers, ultimately, it just in, implicitly drives the business because there's just deeper relationship there. Right. Well, I think it's interesting, right? It's not, some people would say we exploit personal relationships in network marketing. I don't think so. I think no. that opposite occurs. The more I know about you, the more I can adapt my message to what you want. Uh, not if you don't want product or opportunity and you want connection with someone who happens to be in the health field, that's what I'm in, uh, then that's that's what we'll do, right? We don't we don't push ourselves on people who don't want what we have. Uh, we adapt, and I think that I think really good multi-level marketers really do understand that relationships are unique, and that um, people need to be treated differently. Exactly, I think so too, and I think people, to your point, 
you know, I don't think it's, it's certainly not exploitative. It's, it's more about people in direct sales and network marketing just understand the importance of the relationship in order to have a good business. And, you know, it's, it's like when I go to Best Buy, if I want to buy an electronic and I go to Best Buy, I don't have a relationship with Best Buy. So if I saw the exact same product somewhere else because it was closer to home or it was cheaper or whatever, you know, insert some reason, just off of that reason, I may make a decision to buy somewhere else. Whereas in, in our profession, the relationship's pretty much the cornerstone of why someone, you know, buys a product because they trust, you know, your referral and your experience with the product and they have a relationship with you and those things carry significant weight. So making, making sure you have those deep relationships is actually pretty, in my opinion, critical to making sure you have a healthy business. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about something that I think is unique to technology. We've talked about the other side where really technology is just facilitating relationships. Uh, let's talk about analytics a little bit. You have some distributor consultant analytics. What are you seeing that your customers are using? Uh, maybe you should tell them a little bit about your product and then we can talk about the analytics and what analytics you do um, for your own self, for your own yeah, company. So for, for Project Broadcast, well, to begin with, Project Broadcast is a, a platform for direct sellers and network marketers. It's not exclusive to them, but uh, we have a big heart for that industry. So a large part of our audience actually is in network marketing direct sales, but it's a business platform for them to grow their business. Today, we focus on uh, marketing features for texting um, or sending ringless voicemails to team and customers. So you can you know, import your contacts and use keywords and campaigns and configurable forms and trackable links and all these features in Project Broadcast to help grow your business. But we're also very data-driven. Like we're, you know, it's great to say you're building your business, but what data do you look at to make sure that you're actually improving the business? And in Project Broadcast for a feature like our trackable links feature, which is similar to something like Bitly or TinyURL, but it's built in our platform. So you can you know, build a trackable link, for example, that points maybe to your consulting URL. And then when you send a text message to team and customer, you can include you know, that trackable link in your message. And when someone clicks that link, we actually track that the link was clicked. And if it was clicked by one of your contacts, we can actually tell you what contact clicked it and when they clicked it. And we do that same level of analytics for uh, our landing page feature, which is uh, it's effectively like a micro website builder that's baked into Project Broadcast. So you can build as many little micro websites as you want with our drag and drop editor. And when you send that link out to people, uh, we track when they visit it. And what we're seeing is that, you know, people are, are becoming hungry for that kind of data because it helps them figure out, you know, are there methods that they're you know distributing this content more effective than others. So say I shared a landing page on Instagram. Well, I may use a different landing page for Instagram than another platform because I really want to see what's the actual engagement I'm getting on that link for my Instagram post versus a Facebook post versus, you know, some other platform that I'm sharing uh, about the product or the opportunity. So we are definitely seeing that, you know, the need for, you know, a, a bit deeper analytics than just kind of fire and forget, which I think is kind of the, not necessarily it's the old way, but it's, uh, still a very common way that people are marketing. They want deeper insight. 
to their business because they want to improve it. Yeah, I think that keeping track of behavior is another element of a relationship that if we were a face-to-face relationship, we would keep track of the fact that you walk, you don't drive a car. We would know those little nuances about you. And the same is true of whether or not you use Facebook or Instagram. That's just another way of knowing about your customer a little bit more. I thought you also keep track of how people are using your product with analytics. I think you called it DOMA. Oh, DOMA. Yeah. Internally, so we are an extremely data-driven company. One of the metrics that we track internally is a feature called DOMA. And DOMA is daily active user over monthly active user. That's what it stands for. And it's actually a really popular metric when thinking about SaaS-based companies, meaning like Netflix is a SaaS-based company. You could kind of argue that Facebook is. It doesn't charge us, but it's a software as a service that we're all using online. Well, DOMA helps you understand the stickiness value of a platform. So it's a percentage-based metric. Facebook, for example, typically runs a 66% to 68% DOMA. And all that really means is that in a month and 30 days, 20 of those days or a little more than 20 of those days, people are actually accessing Facebook. So it just means that people are frequently in Facebook, right? They're frequently accessing the Facebook platform. And by the broadcast, we track DOMA at the network level, meaning each individual company, we call them networks because we support more than just network marketing direct sales. So we just call all groups of people networks. And depending on the network, we see DOMA as high as the low 60s, depending on the network marketing direct sales network that we're looking at. And all that really means is that people in network marketing direct sales that are using Project Broadcast are actually accessing the Project Broadcast platform as frequently on a daily basis as they're accessing a tool like Facebook, which is great for us because it tells us that users aren't just logging into our system, creating a giant message to blast out to everyone, and then coming back a month later to do it again, right? They're using Project Broadcast on a daily basis to engage with their customers, engage with their team, engage with prospects. And that's what we want to see. We want to see people in their business, working their business in our platform on a daily basis. Yeah. So this is the last question I have, but I was thinking about it back to engagement just a little bit. How do you sort of set it up? And I think you talked about this a little bit when you and I chatted before, but how do you set up to get interaction? We were talking about your spaces feature and the Q&A section, but are questions the way you really sort of suggest people get engagement or is there another way or other ways? Maybe questions one way to get engagement. I think the way that I like to think about it is take Project Broadcast out of the equation for a second, right? If you and I are at a coffee shop and we're having coffee together, how am I going to engage with you? If I just talk at you nonstop for the hour that we're having coffee, you're not going to respond to me other than maybe get up and walk away because I won't shut up, but 
you're not, you know, you're not going to engage with me. So in, in a normal relationship, the way you get engagement is by asking questions and getting a response and responding back to that. And maybe another question comes up. So I, I like to take that kind of concept and apply it to your marketing efforts. So in Project Broadcast, right, you're sending text messages, you're sending voicemails. I always try to encourage people to craft messages that elicit a response. And typically to elicit a response, there's a question. So even if I'm sending, you know, a happy birthday message through Project Broadcast, ask a question. So if I am Jake, the Acme Unicorn Consultant, and I send you a happy birthday message, I'm gonna ask you, you know, what was your favorite, what was your favorite unicorn this past year? What was your favorite, you know, way that you used the product this past year? Um, or what'd you do fun this past year? Or what are your plans for next year? And all I'm really trying to do is write a message that elicits a response from the person receiving it. Because if I just send a message and don't get a response, I don't actually call that work. Because yeah. you don't know if the customer read it or cared about it because they didn't respond. So always figure out how to craft a message that elicits a response. Yeah. So I, I really like your analogy to us having a cup of coffee, right? And well, you can actually just look at our podcast today. If I just said, tell us about what you do, our podcast would have lasted maybe five minutes. Right? Exactly. Questions that drives our connection, and you and I are now connected. We weren't connected before a couple weeks ago, but we now are. I know what you do. I know what your product is. I know a little bit about your personality. All of those things is going to change from this point forward. You, you now are in my network. I'm now in your network. And that all changed as a result of some questions. Exactly. I, from your publicist. Your publicist asked me a question. And I responded and said, oh, yeah, let's do a podcast, right? Let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's connect up, see what you have. And then let's share it on MLM.com. Absolutely. So I think that all came from your publicist asking me a question. So well, and once you once you get those questions moving, and people are responding, right? It helps kind of drive the way the interaction, you know, will occur in the future. So you know, now that you know a little bit about me, and I know a little bit about you. The next time we interact, we have that information. To make the next interaction even better and i think right. like, you know building those relationships and then using that information to make sure you're providing really like a customized um interaction with your customer is important right because as you already said each customer is different and each customer cares about different things um, and the way you communicate with them is slightly different the way you engage with them is different but the important thing is that you do engage with them uh, and engagement means it's bi-directional Right? Engagement isn't one directional. It's not a one-way street. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, this has been great. I have really appreciated you sharing your expertise about technology and a little bit about your product. Uh, people should check it out. Uh, Project Broadcast is Jake's product. And uh, we'll look forward to hopefully talking to you again in the future when you have some new analytics or new information that you want to share. So. Thank you, Jake. Awesome. Thanks so much, Nancy. This has been awesome. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining the MLM.com podcast. Thanks to Leroy Ball for his audio help as always. And uh, this has been the MLM.com podcast, bringing you information and insight into the direct sales industry. Join us next time.